What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. We're talking with Congressman Tim Wahlberg, the new congressman for Berrien County, at least the southern half of Berrien County, roughly Stevensville on south. Uh, Berrien County now has two congressmen, Bill Heisinger to the north, Tim Wahlberg to the south. He represents the 5th District, which goes all the way from Lake Michigan over to uh, Lake Erie on the east side of the state. I suppose just to begin, Congressman Wahlberg, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Tell us how you came to Congress and how you what your priorities are in Congress. Sure. Um came to Congress back in uh, 2006 class, 2007-2008 was my first term. Um, I was defeated for my re-election in 2008 and uh, in 2010 retook the seat and uh, held it uh, through uh, um, two redistricting since then. Um, I came after... Um, eight years in the private sector, following 16 years in the Michigan State Legislature in the, in the State House. Uh, prior to that, I was a pastor uh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana area, and then after graduate school, <clears throat> took a church in uh, Tipton, Michigan, which brought me to Michigan. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> subsequently, uh, that was really the... Uh, uh, the impetus for getting involved with the community uh, in Lenawee County specifically, and from that, I was asked to run for the state house. Um, that began something that I had never expected, never planned, f- frankly, never desired to be <laughs> to be in politics. Uh, but uh, I have enjoyed it uh, very much. So, having an opportunity to represent people in in a number of districts over the course of time in the state legislature and and now in Congress to be part of uh, policy making uh, and the battle that goes on of ideas uh, to be in majority party a number of occasions and a minority party a number of occasions and in fact in the state legislature to be part of the only time in history where we had equal number of Democrats and Republicans and we uh, we had to work together and in ways never seen before since uh, with uh, two speakers of the House, two chairmans uh, in each committee. And um, that was a, a learning experience for me as well on how to remain conservative mm-hmm. because I am a conservative and uh, proud to be the number one conservative in our Michigan delegation and amongst the highest in, in the House, but also uh, to be effective by being able to work with the other side of the aisle and other perspectives, knowing that there is a middle ground. You can't cross that, uh, but there is a middle ground we can get to. And if we can move something forward, like Reagan said, if you can get a 70% deal, then take it and go back for the rest later on. So that's kind of a background uh, of where I've come from. Um, I'm a husband uh, of, of my wonderful wife, Sue, for uh, the past of now over 48 years. And uh, we have three grown children, seven grandchildren. And uh, for the most part, for the past 44 years, have lived in the same house, in the same community in Lenawee County. So being part of this district now for 44 years as well and representing the district for uh, 
about about 30, 30 years or, or a little better now. So that's a bit of the background. Um, with the new district, uh, you know, we've got uh, this, this new district that goes all the way from Monroe County all the way over here to Berrien County. Uh, have you had a chance to sort of make your way? I know you were here on Election Day. Um, so uh, you have had a chance to kind of make your way across the county. Are you getting a good feel for what people in Berrien County are uh, concerned about? Absolutely. We look forward to more opportunities. We've, uh, you know, in the course of a campaign, uh, it's, it's sometimes difficult to get in-depth into a local community because there are differences of support uh, for candidates. And, and then there's a concern that, uh, uh, especially when you're talking of getting into businesses and schools, and, uh, et cetera, that uh, they don't want to give away their hand necessarily <laughs> Uh, until the person is elected, so we're looking forward to it. But no, we've gone from uh, basically Lake Erie to Lake Michigan, uh, everything in between. I've had the opportunity to visit with business people, with uh, ministry people, uh, pastors, uh, schools, uh, private and public school administrators. Of course, I've met with farmers and manufacturers, all across the district, and, and even though it's a, a very wide district going across the entire lower part of the state, uh, all, all along the Ohio and Indiana state line, and from basically the Illinois line to the Canadian border, um, it is, it is a, I think, a very homogeneous uh, district. Uh, I had agriculture, uh, significant agriculture in my present district, the, the 7th District of Michigan, uh, in Monroe, Lenawee, Hillsdale, Branch, Jackson, Eaton, and Washtenaw counties. Uh, but I found the same, though there may be a f- few different uh, varieties of crops, uh, for instance, in the new district with uh, more fruit and vegetables and uh, uh, vine- vineyards, etc., in, in the western part of this, this new district, yet very, very much uh, similar in, in needs in agriculture, and then small businesses make up the majority of business operations in the new part of the district, on the western part of this fifth district, the same as in the uh, the eastern part and the central part of the new fifth district. So, I feel very comfortable with uh, the representation issues. I have a nuclear plant that I've represented uh, in uh, in Monroe County, right on Lake Erie, and I'll have a nuclear plant with a cook. A facility on Lake Michigan. So that's similar. And then small colleges and universities, uh, independent uh, college universities across the entire 5th District. So educational aspects are very similar as well. So I feel, feel very confident that I can represent the 5th District. Uh, I'm also excited about uh, meeting more of the people, uh, letting them meet me. Um, I'm known in Congress for doing um, generally more live town hall meetings than than all but uh, nine other members of Congress uh, as it stands right now. I look forward to doing that in Berrien County as well as the other ten counties that are in in uh, either all or parts of ten counties that are in the new district. And uh, that's generally the way I have my best opportunity to get the impression of of what the people are looking for, the questions that they have, the concerns that they have, the frustrations that they have uh, on many occasions, and being able to stand and be counted uh, in in speaking 
uh, in representing the people and reporting back from Washington and ultimately hearing from them that will shape my representation as I go forward. And then we've, we've done hundreds of teletown halls as well from Washington uh, back to the uh, counties in the district and give a chance to uh, talk to and hear from people uh, using the phone lines. So uh, that will continue, and we're looking forward to it. Uh, moving into the new uh, Congress here uh, coming in January, what do you think are some of the biggest issues that you're going to be looking at for the next couple of years? Well, the issues uh, are, are clearly put out in our commitment to America that the Republican Conference put together over a year and a half of task force meetings in which I was part of, of those meetings as well uh, with the four key pillars that we put in place, uh, the first being uh, a strong economy. Um, that goes into the tax structure, that goes in the regulatory structure uh, that we have that can either be a frustration for growing a strong economy or uh, a help to grow a, st a strong economy. Um, those are things we want to, to work on right from the very beginning. There will be hearings, oversight hearings as well, to look at some areas that we think have held back uh, the economy and growing. Um, uh, I mean, the fact that we were once totally energy independent with our North American energy and with a stroke of the pen, uh, President Biden did away with that independence, uh, blocked the Keystone Pipeline, has not pushed forward Line 5 in Michigan. Uh, that has huge, huge impact on, on what goes on in Michigan and the resources needed from energy. Uh, has uh, looked at uh, 9,000 leases that are out there, but the permits have not been given uh, to move forward on the drilling offshore, onshore, Alaska, the Gulf, that we were doing and, and doing environmentally sound before this administration. So those will be areas we'll look at. We, uh, our second pillar is a, a nation that's safe. That's not only our safe streets in our local communities, and we have, we have to address that. Uh, what's been going on in violence, uh, the violent demonstrations that have taken place, the call to defund the police, which in my, my opinion is, is uh, absolutely horrific. It, it just won't work. Um, we're not a nation of angels. And so we need laws, and then we need to carry out and follow those laws and enforce those laws. And that's where we need to support our law enforcement agencies uh, with training, certainly, uh, retraining, uh, with social uh, work that's needed there as well, with mental health uh, uh, support and the like. But we need to, we need to support our, our law enforcement, but then also at the border. I remember being down to the border uh, before this administration took office, and seeing it uh, virtually secure. Uh, there were not long lines of people trying to sneak across. There weren't long lines of people waiting for a magistra magistrate to hear their case. Uh, we had increased the number of magistrates. We had put wall up at the border. We were close to completing that. And then with a stroke of the pen, after the new administration took office, it all changed. And now we have an epidemic proportion of of, of border crashers that are coming across, and I get it. Many of them are coming here because of what they dream to have in America. But it still has to be done orderly and according to the law. Uh, we can take care of that again. We did that once. We could do it again. So that's key. And then the, 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 the third component, the third pillar of our 
Commitment to America, will, which will generate legislation that much of which has already been drafted and ready to drop on January 3rd to, for committee hearings. Uh, but uh, the third is, is a, a future that's free. We want to make sure that parents are recognized as the primary responsible agents and authorities for their kids in every way, shape, and form, including education that we don't treat Americans and call them, as our Justice Department has sadly called them, American uh, uh, domestic terrorists, uh, when they go to school board meetings and clamor for answers on what's being taught their kids, why their kids were locked out of classrooms, and why we've seen in Michigan, um, you know, moving down toward the bottom of educational achievement with our K-12 kids. Uh, So we need to address that. We need to address the issue of choice in, in uh, insurance, your health insurance. It's not a one-size-fits-all monopoly that we ought to be having with Obamacare. There are better choices that we can make, and so we need to address that. And finally, our, our, our fourth pillar is extremely important, and that's simply that uh, we have a government that's accountable. Uh, there has been two years of, for the most part, not meeting in session on the floor of the House, doing proxy voting, allowing legislators to not show up to work. When we expect others in our communities to show up to work, we should be there as well. We shouldn't be having virtual hearings. We should have hearings where I can walk across the the dais to my Democrat friends and um, attempt to work out an amendment that might move a bill forward and do that face-to-face as opposed to an impossibility of, of an online uh, issue. So uh, those are things that we're going to be working on. I think that redounds to uh, success and support and encouragement in the private sector to do what remarkably has been done for uh, over 245 years uh, in this country. And that's the private sector, growing the economy, establishing the marks of freedom and justice, and uh, having a, a limited government to support that. Great. So here in Berrien County, can we expect to see you around here a lot? Uh, you sure can. You sure can. We will. We have uh, our office in Jackson now. People have asked, you know, you have seven counties but one district office, and I think they've come to realize that that's no problem at all. The office is where my staff will take their concerns either by phone or in person or online and address those concerns, and we have been very successful in meeting the needs of our constituents that way. But seldom should you find me in that office because uh, uh, I'm out and about uh, traveling to the communities themselves and meeting with people in their Kiwanis meetings, Rotary meetings, school board meetings, um, business meetings, etc., and individual meetings as well on the farm, um, you name it. So we'll be there. We are going to have a Western uh, office also. I don't know the exact location, but it will be easily accessible just like our present office is for our present 7th District. The 5th District will have an ease of getting to the office when they need that, but there will be a presence there. But again, if you see me in the office, you're probably not seeing me doing what (laughs) I should be and being out uh, amongst the people that have asked me to represent them and, uh, and serve them. So. No, we'll be we'll be in burying burying plenty of times. Uh, I, I can tell you, uh, Andrew. I I, um, I grew up on the south side of Chicago, uh, and uh, our family would come around to go to Warren Dunes State Park to 
climb the dunes and run down into Lake Michigan and have picnics there. And uh, as as a young uh, high school or older high school student and college student, uh, went over to camp many times and enjoyed the west side of Michigan. Uh, so I see it as a um, a neat opportunity to be able to have places that I enjoyed as a youngster. Uh, from a distance now will actually be in my district. And so, no, we'll, we'll be over there. Plenty of opportunities uh, to see the people of Berrien County and the other western counties in the new, in the new portion of this 5th district. Yeah, is there anything else you want you want people to know? Well, I guess what I, what I want them to know is that uh, um, I'm a conservative. Um, I served with uh, Fred Upton for 14 years. And uh, Fred's friend of mine, we served on Energy and Commerce together, uh, the committee. I served uh, uh, on the Energy Subcommittee when he chaired that. Um, and uh, I counted a privilege to have served with him. But people have asked, are, 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 do, you, do you take the same stands and votes as Fred? And my, my answer is no, not all the time, very clearly. Uh, Fred had a different district to represent. Um, I represented the the, the 7th District, which was a swing district, an R plus 1, R plus 2 district that we talk about in in political speak, campaign speak. It was was truly swing district. This new district is a very conservative district, a solid Republican district. Uh, uh, That is very easy for me to represent because I think my conservative ideals uh, are exactly with the new district. Uh, but I would tell them that I'm going to work with uh, people across the aisle to try to accomplish things because I'll need that. But I also know in most cases what the red line is that I can't cross. And um, that gives me an opportunity to go up to that red line if I have to uh, and to get something accomplished that we need to move forward uh, that's doable, and uh, but they but they can assume that um, my record will still be conservative, strongly conservative, based upon the principles that really were the foundation of the Republican Party in the in now the fifth district, uh, Jackson, Michigan, 1854, under the Oaks, July 6th, the Emancipation Party, which was the Republican Party, was formed uh, under the ideals that people deserve freedom and opportunity regardless of race, creed, color, uh, as long as we espouse the American ideals and move forward, uh, everybody ought to have the opportunity to move the direction they want to move and experience success. And when they fail, we don't kick them. We reach out a hand, pick them up, pat them on the back, and say, let's get back at it. So that'll be my, uh, my ideal as I represent the 5th District.